Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Welcome back, witches. We are your basic witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer. And today in the studio, we have another Rachel. Yes. Rachel, a.k.a. R.H. Stavis. She is an exorcist mm-hmm. and a screenwriter as well. <laughs> she can do it all. She can do it all. Yeah. And we got to ask so many questions, you guys. It was fascinating. And we've been trying to have her for a bit, but she had to film a CW show, Casual. Um, (laughs) But then things changed for her, and it'll be even more exciting. You'll hear about that. Um, So we are really excited to have her in the studio. Yes, Um, meant to be. What's crazy, and Rachel, I haven't told you this story yet. Okay, so the card that we pulled today is Artemis for Rachel. Um, But what's fun, I feel like this card is kind of following me because I had... I had a planned sexual evening um, recently. Yes. And I I tried to like make it spiritual beforehand. So I Mm. lit some incense and then I pulled a card for myself and I was like, what do I need to know for this this evening? Um, And the first thing that I pulled was Artemis, guardian, which is you and your loved ones are safe and spiritually protected. And I was like, this doesn't feel sexy. This doesn't feel right. Um, And so then I pulled another one and it was Freya, be Mm. bold. And I was like, okay, that feels a little more because she's all about flirtation and sexuality. Yeah, it felt more appropriate. And then when I like really looked at the two together, it was basically telling me, you know, because I've had like sexual trauma mm. and like just bad relationships. I've, and I was doing this evening with a lovely man who's very yeah. nice to me. And I feel like this was affirming like I can You're be bold safe. and I can. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, <sighs> whatever happens, I'm with the right person. And he is like taking care of me. And it, it suddenly, yeah. got, well, as soon as I got Freya, it made sense and it clicked. Oh, and, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Well, I had something click finally recently that um, so we just had a full moon by the time you're listening to this we're probably around another full moon (laughs) um but i am referencing the one in july late july and i just you know as we do like took it spiritually and, and made it a ceremony and so I've been asking around, literally asking around and Mm -hmm. also asking like my guides or the universe or Mm -hmm. the spirit of love for access to this specific type of yoga Mm. class that I just love and seems to help my body in the specific way it needs. Basically, it's physical therapy for my knee Mm. and um, because I've had knee surgeries and I've been asking, asking, asking and like just staying open Mm. and then. I started to have a couple teachers who were like, you can come be my guest when I'm teaching. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. So I would like bend my schedule around so that I could get to the free class, totally willing like to accept that, Mm -hmm. of course. And I was grateful for it. And so on the full moon night, I decided to bring crystals to yoga for the first time. Wow. And yeah, and I brought crystals for abundance, like Mm -hmm. citrine and white quartz and um, even a Kali crystal for transformation. Anyways, I took it very seriously, like lined my mat. And then it was like the most meditative session I've ever had in yoga. The teacher, so great. Um, She kept us like focused on our breath and Mm -hmm. every inhale and exhale, I kept the same two things going, Mm -hmm. inhaling what I wanted and exhaling what I wanted to release with the moon. Mm. 
And then um, by the end, I found that I had done enough releasing and my brain just started like firing off all the things I was grateful for. Yes. Including that free yoga class I was in. And I was even like, oh my gosh, I'm actually practicing on a mat that was given to me. That's like a really nice mat. So gratitude for that. Mm. And then I get out of the class and the teacher just out of nowhere was like, do you want my plus one? You can have unlimited yoga for free. Exactly. I was I almost cried. I was like, I have to call my mom. Oh. <laughs> Cause I had been asking for that oh specifically. Gosh. And like, it's just crazy that on the full moon and yeah. I, I skipped this part of the story, but like, I almost didn't go to the class. And then mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's the full moon. I want to be ceremonious. Like she's giving me this free class. Mm-hmm. I told her I'm going to be there. I'm showing up. And then kind of because of that, she was like, yeah, I had given my plus one to a friend, but she never uses it. And you already came twice. So like, Wow. Because I went that night. You showed up. Yes, yeah. I showed up and I was like willing to do it at her schedule. And like yeah. now I can do it anytime I want. Physically and spiritually, you yep. showed up. Yep. Oh, proof that you should just ask the universe for what you want. Yep. Exactly. Um, and also ask people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that also helps. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. Yes. Um, sh- I was I forget what I was going to say. Oh. We also, this is exciting. We have some merch coming out. Mm -hmm. We're working with local artists and we are getting some crop tops and hats made finally for Basic Witches. So I know a lot of you guys would rock that and they're very cute. So keep checking the Instagram at Basic Witches Pod. We will be putting those up for sale. Yeah. And if you go there, you can also go on our Patreon um, where you can get readings from us and be a basic witch or a witch in training. You could Skype with us. Um, there's also another level where we'll send you personalized art. Mm-hmm. Um, so be sure to sign up there. Also, please, 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 I know you're probably driving right now or maybe you're about to take a nap, but please leave us an iTunes review because it helps us a lot. And we love hearing what you think of the show and how we can improve it and stuff. Yes. And thank you to everyone who already did. They are so nice. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Also, we haven't announced this yet. We have a live show. Um, yes. So if you are in the LA area we have a show august 28th at the comedy store at 10 30 um so by the time this episode drops the link and stuff to tickets will probably be out so be sure to get that and we'll have some hot new merch and uh yeah it's gonna be a really fun night so be sure to come out to that um get ready to have your minds blown into multiple dimensions baby (laughs) we're gonna exercise today some demons enjoy do you smoke? <laughs> That's like our, mean. what's your sign and do you smoke? Not in a while. I'm a drinker. I like okay, to drink. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you're into spirits. Yeah. <laughs> Besides just the dead. Okay, awesome. Um, so what were we talking about before we were like, pause. Hell mills. Okay, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, well, can we talk about the... You you to a ha- certain degree, so I can okay. talk about a little of it, okay. um, because we're still kind of navigating exactly Your what we're doing. Your nails are so good. Oh, they just yeah. got my attention. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> She's a witch. She's yeah. a witch. I try. It's, sometimes it's undeniable, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think you can tell just by walking yeah, around with me. Totally gorgeous. Um, <laughs> thank you. No, I... So, um, very long story short, uh, I have a show coming. Uh, we're kind of navigating everything that mm-hmm. it is right now and figuring it out. But um, I'm going to be going around to different parts of the country where people have, you know, experienced in, in major places um, more than paranormal activity, but like 
the dark, 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 dark mm. stuff. Um, and cleansing it out, exercising mm-hmm. it out and closing the space. And so changing all of that area. So I make jokes that it's the closing hell mouths because Buffy. Oh, you know. what is a yeah. hell mouth? I didn't watch Buffy. I oh, did, no, but no, I no. forgot that's from it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, a, there a were lots of hell, hell mouths. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's always like my running joke. I'm going to go ah. around and close all the hell mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So where are these places? Uh, all kinds of different okay. places. We have one here um, in Los Angeles at the Cecil Hotel. So Downtown? Um, mm-hmm, where yeah. that lady, she like yes. got into an elevator and then fell into the <gasps> yeah, water tank? Yeah, that's a whole water. chapter in my book. Oh, yeah. oh I, let's talk about your book. It's Sister of Darkness? Yes. Awesome. Yes, thank oh, you. Available on Amazon? Yes, I saw. yes. <laughs> doing well. It Good. made bestseller, so I'm very happy. Congrats, and, um, yes. Yeah, thanks. Well, hopefully doing a second one soon it's just scheduling is like a nightmare right now and you recount exorcisms you've done or yeah so it goes into it's a memoir basically um with harper collins and uh you know they were gracious enough to let me tell this crazy story Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it goes through kind of how i i see entity um with my eyes and when that started and how i figured out what the hell to do with that Mm, because what do you do with that And, um, you know, just kind of exploring, uh, I've been working on people here in this town for uh, about a decade. So going through some of those stories, Mm. um, without naming names, unless people wanted to, obviously. Um, and then kind of also teaching people what they can do to raise their vibration and how attachment Mm. works. It's, It's like the whole thing. And so one of those chapters was about that particular hotel um, because it is just so, so dark. And that Whoa. is a place that I'm going to be focusing on. Wow. It's a place that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And, you know, it's so funny, I think, too, because I don't know how you guys feel because you live here and you do mm-hmm. this kind of work as yeah. well. And mm-hmm. I feel like you can talk about, oh, you're going to be doing something for like three years of your life mm-hmm. before you can actually get down to doing it. Mm-hmm. Like entertainment sort of works that way because, yeah. I, of course, it's still entertainment because I have to take camera. And yeah, yeah. To totally. That. But I always feel like uh, I'm working in the dark, no mm. pun intended. Yeah. Like, you know, people are like, when is this happening? When is that happening? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's happening. happening. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you know, we you get won't get that. to hear about it yeah. for like until the day we do it. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so yep. people still stay at that hotel, right? It's uh, I think it's under a different name now. But okay. Yeah. I'm Why? Blessed. I don't know. You should see the Yelp is reviews Is that what the American Ooh. Horror Story Hotel one was based on? I mm-hmm. asked that and apparently no. No. Um, okay. That is based on a different hotel downtown okay. because we just have so many yeah <laughs> but that is the worst one the worst what one. could you tell us like what what do you think happened there that why is it haunted oh it's not haunted okay oh, so okay. Let's, let's talk about yeah that. yeah, yeah. Like basic witches yes let's explain. <laughs> break it down yeah it's not i mean it's not to say there are not deceased people there there are deceased people there so mm-hmm. what i do is i i don't work with deceased people I work with entity. And when I say entity, that's essentially what people call demons. Okay. Mm. Um, I, I, I can speak to deceased people, and sometimes that'll come in if it has to do with something I'm doing. Um, so, like, for example, in that hotel, mm-hmm. if someone has passed there, which they certainly have, mm-hmm. many people have passed there, they might come up, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of how that sometimes those things get on my radar because mm-hmm. deceased people come and they say, look at this. Yeah. Um, and deceased people, just side note, very chatty. They don't shut up. Mm-hmm. Deceased really? people never shut up. Interesting. So they're much more annoying than entity. <laughs> 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 That's why you don't want to deal with them. <laughs> I mean, I do sometimes, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, they're nicer, 
But uh, entities are different because entities like to be quiet. It's not like you see in the movies. They don't like to be found out. They only fight back when they're found out. Wow. Mm. Um, so it's a very different situation. So what holds that space is what what I call the worst of the worst. It's what people call the devil. It's not the devil. Um, I've never seen the devil. Mm. I just know there are a bunch of what I call realm walkers, and that's what that is. Wow. Okay. In that particular space. And there it, are not that At that, that hotel, many. you mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There are not that many on the planet, mm -hmm. but there's certainly more than one. Wow. Okay. How do you... So many questions. Yeah. How do you <laughs> sense an entity? I see them with my eyes. Do you see any here in the that comedy store? That is the question store? I get oh. every <laughs> single time I walk outside. Well, because the comedy store is... There's a is lot of deceased here. Okay. Oh, more wow. deceased than anything. Okay. Um, mm. Which is fine, because they're yeah. just so people know, so they don't go, oh my God. Mm -hmm. um, it's so I think ghost hunting shows are so fun, because it's like, of course, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to hunt them down. They're just like around. Whoa, <laughs> I've never heard that perspective, No, it's totally though. true. That's so they're everywhere. It's like sometimes they just communicate, and sometimes they don't. That's the hunting mm -hmm. part, I okay, guess. Okay, okay. Um, you know, because sometimes they're like, eh. But most of the time, they love to talk. You just have to ask. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So... How do you do you even try to explain this like to skeptics or to mm. yourself or are you just like this is my understanding period um it's a mixed bag i guess yeah. because you know you're always going to have people who don't believe it mm -hmm. who live in a very what i call like a very 3d binary mm -hmm. living situation mm -hmm. which i don't envy i would not want to live that life because i think that's a sad a sad boring. life yeah <laughs> Um, but, you know, to each their own. They don't yeah. think it's sad, so cool. <laughs> yeah. um, and they think I'm crazy, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, so there's always people who want, like, fact and proof and how do we prove it. And I always say, like, what I do, I believe, is a science. Every science is a pseudoscience before it's proven. Mm -hmm. You know, people believed uh, the earth was flat and some still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's very difficult to prove when people don't put the dollars into proving it, number one, mm, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of that also is because of fear. People mm -hmm. don't want to prove that that's true because it, yeah. it changes your entire worldview yeah. as a skeptic, right? Yeah. Or as someone who's just science-based and, and doesn't know the mysticism in the science. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm not trying to convert anybody. I don't have a church. This is not Scientology. Right. I'm not going to be starting one. And maybe that's <laughs> why witchcraft stays, or w witchcraft is a broad term, but mm -hmm. like why mystical arts or any mm -hmm. of this type of stuff stays in the dark is because most people I meet in it are like, you can think whatever you want. Right. Like, yeah, I know true. this because we we're don't not need to prove it. Yeah. yeah. Right. We don't I, need to convince anyone. So it stays no there. Conversion. Yeah. It's like, listen, my message gets to whoever is supposed to receive yep. it. Yeah. Yep. Some people have changed their minds since reading the book or, mm -hmm. or listening to podcasts or yeah. interviews or whatever. Yeah. And that's cool. That's yeah. fine. You know, but. So, so cool. with like deceased, when when you say they're all around, do you have any explanation to that? Because mm. like I, I believe that could be true I'm, I'm very much of the mindset of like I know that we don't know and that it's things aren't proven so like yeah it absolutely could be true right um but do you have any explanation of like how that works because I have a brain that really wants to understand <laughs> like well we're all energy that's mm -hmm. the okay. thing everybody is energy everything we emit is energy everything is emitting energy all the time mm -hmm. I mean that's what it is and so yeah. when you pass it doesn't really change it's mm -hmm. just you change your state so, you know, people mm. always ask, like, 
oh, are deceased people like stuck here? Is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. That they're just wandering around because they're stuck? It's like, no, they do what they want. Like mm-hmm. they go back and forth to source. They go back and forth to help you. Like your family's always around. Mm-hmm. People are always trying to guide you and yeah. give you messages. It's just they can do it in a much faster mm-hmm. rate than we can in bodies. Are we ever going to run out of room on the earth for all the spirits? Like, is the, <laughs> what's the population of spirits? It's got to be more than alive people, right? Yeah, but I mean, they don't take up the space. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Like, we'll probably run out of space for us before that happens. Man. Is that why you called it realm walkers? Is that what you said? Well, in this particular case, with that particular entity, yes, they can move from person to person. They can uh, have... Uh, large groups of people that they can control at one time they can move from Whoa. space to space they can move from realm to realm most most realms and what are realms um the different spaces we all inhabit and okay. also where they come from so mm. it's like if you think about it in science terms i guess mm-hmm. or again maybe pseudoscience terms yeah dimensions dimensions, you know, dimensions. okay mm-hmm. yeah do you look forward to passing because you know that <laughs> like you can exist and <laughs> pop around and like kind of have powers or like I mean I don't think I'm just, like terrified of it okay. I guess you know yeah. but I have a lot to do man. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not rushed but you're not yeah. scared you're not like super scared like most people no and I, I think another thing that's gonna blow your mind I think <laughs> too because people are always like no way when I say this is like it's actually your birthright, your spiritual birthright on this planet to be able to speak to your guides and deceased mm. loved ones. Mm. Every single person can do it. Cool. How? Who are your guides or you don't have to say if you don't want to? And how did you find them? I found them because I had to open myself to figure out what this site was. What you were okay. seeing. So I literally had to sit down one day and be like, okay, man, wow. what is this? Yeah. <laughs> because it just won't go away. Like it just was with me for so long and I couldn't mm. push it out and be normal. Wow. Like I tried a lot of times to mm. just be normal. And in fact, you know, I actually didn't tell literally anyone about this until I was like 30 years old. Wow. wow. So when did you start to feel to these? see? Yeah. When I was a child. You were young, right? Yeah. Yeah. I so I, I could, that. yeah, yeah. I could see entity with my eyes when I was a child. And I should say, let me backtrack. Mm-hmm. I did say once that I could see it when I was a child okay. um, to my mother, who was not the nicest person, mm-hmm. um, which is. Did we have the same mom? <laughs> um, so it's known fact, like it's in my book. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's all my business is out there now. Um, but I started talking about it then. Like I would see what kids would call like monsters under the bed or monsters in the closet and you know Mm -hmm. you have parents come and they're like there's nothing there but for me it just it continued it didn't go away and so I would talk about it fairly openly when I was really little and then I was told like that's crazy and Mm. nobody sees that so I didn't know that so once I figured that out I didn't speak about it again Mm. I didn't speak about it again until I was 30. Wow and you would see what how how did you see it and feel it when you were when you were younger? I can see entity as clearly as I see you. Whoa. Yeah, so pretty pretty hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> and does entity look like humans or do they Depends. look? No, uh, there are many different types of entities. So again, like in the book, I go over like the most common ones. Okay. So that's another misconception, I think, uh, Hollywood-ish mm-hmm. um, that I'm working to change with them now because we it's normally like you just see like here's a demon and it's yeah. in this person and we're going to throw some holy water and say a few words and hope it goes away. And mm-hmm. sometimes it does and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. It's really different than that. Mm. Um, but one of the big like misconceptions. Wait, Hollywood faked something? Yeah. 
Never. Um, but one of the huge misconceptions is that it's all the same. Mm. Like it's all the devil or it's all all evil or something. Some yeah, like, it's like, like that they're and they all can do the same things. Mm. They all treat the body the same way. Mm-hmm. Like none of that is true. Okay. Um, and so there are many different types of entities, starting from things that are like really low and really common, because it's really common to have attachments, like Ooh. very, 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 um, all the way it. to that realm walker situation, which in a person is very uncommon. That's more like what you would see in the movies. Okay. Okay. How does one get attached? You said something before about attachment. Yes. So attachment and possession are the same to me. Okay. So I use them interchangeably. I know I have a lot of my own language, so I'm just making sure that yeah. I cover the basis <laughs> thank you um because most of the time when you have possession it's it's more like attachment so you've picked something up essentially mm-hmm. right and that thing isn't ruining your life in the way that you see in the movies your head is not spinning you're not throwing, not throwing up throwing every up, day yeah. not, you know there are not you know five different languages coming mm-hmm. out of you um but it's doing its own kind of damage that's why i say it's more like attachment as mm-hmm. you go up the spectrum the higher the entity the more possession mm. it becomes in my mind if that makes like sense like the more effects it's taking on you and the more intertwined the more malevolent the more intelligent the more connected mm-hmm. you know rather than leeches if that makes sense wow okay interesting. yeah yeah so how that works basically is what we walk around with what I call a baseline frequency, a baseline energy. Okay. And that's how we interact with the world, how we speak to ourselves, you know, how conscious we are with other everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All of that. How, yeah. how long something bothers us when yeah. something bad happens, mm-hmm. you know, all that yeah. stuff. Um, so we emit this charge, if you will. And I always say, like, if it's on a scale of one to ten and one is dead and ten is Buddha, like, most mm. people are at a four. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right? Not quite great. Yeah. A little most below people, average. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you can see it. Like, yeah. you know who's real bad. Like, yeah. you can tell. Or who's, like, <laughs> yeah. really lighter. You yeah. Know? It's, it's pretty obvious, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. Other than average. Mm-hmm. And so when you work on yourself and work on yourself, meaning, you know, you're becoming more self-aware and Mm -hmm. you're becoming nicer to people, even Mm -hmm. when things are not great. And you're just kind of putting all of that out there. Mm -hmm. And especially with yourself, because the self-talk is where we do most of our damage. Yeah. Um, When you do that, you can raise that baseline, Mm -hmm. right? So you can get a little higher and then higher and then higher, but it takes time. Yeah, that's that's why they call it your higher self. Like Mm -hmm. that version of you up here that could be acting out of more peace of love. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so the more you do that, of course, the better you become, but it is a process. That's not a quick fix. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. people like a quick fix. That's not one. (laughs) I can promise you that's not one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because you live in a fear-based society and so things, Mm. they try to bring you down a lot. Mm -hmm. Yep. When you can rise above that, good, great, but it takes a minute, right? Yes. When you have a trauma, though, that baseline frequency takes a big hit and mm-hmm. it takes an immediate hit because I most know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not taught in our culture to um, believe this is real, to mm-hmm. take care of your spiritual body, mm-hmm. to um, release trauma properly or healthily. Mm-hmm. We're just told to get over it, to stuff it down, to right. keep it. You know, but it's all connected, and that is physical. That's yeah. in your molecules. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is, <sighs> and it's actually something spiritually that you can even transfer DNA wise to children. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. 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 It is absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, not that. Not as common. I mean, people talk about ancestral trauma all the time, yeah. but entity wise, it's yeah. not as common. But it does happen. It yeah. can happen. You yeah. can get lineage entity. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so when you have a trauma, you take that hit, and that's where all of these low-frequency energies reside. They're mm -hmm. looking for exact signature matches to connect to. Mm -hmm. That's what they want. They're looking mm. for the exact right thing to feed on. Mm. And so it's the double-edged sword, because when we don't deal with that trauma and we stay in that low place, we get these things that make things worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and then... Is that kind of why things happen in threes, they say? Like, bad things... Like one bad thing will happen, then that attracts another. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't guarantee it's always threes, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But, but yeah, when you're in low frequency, mm -hmm. you're attracting like. Yeah, mm. you like know, just like, like if yeah. you're in high frequency, you're attracting like. Yeah. yeah. And every single person on the planet has had trauma mm -hmm. and suffering. Yeah. Every person on the planet has been in low frequency at some point. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no way around that, mm -hmm. and has attracted low frequency entity and more trauma and people mm -hmm. and you know a lot of things that are bad for you and unhealthy into your life mm -hmm. so what happens you're in this low frequency and an entity attaches to you and it's starting to feed off of depends on the entity okay but yeah so i mean all of them feed but how bad it is <laughs> depends on the entity yeah. most people um tend to get what I call um clive so i have i've named all of the okay. uh, entities that i see because I, there was no handbook for wow. this particular thing, so I made one. Cool. Um, so now, it, like, if you if you get the book, you can see like there's like five or six that are fairly common. Okay. Um, and even some that don't attach, which is a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. Things that pass through, things you know, whatever. Um, but Clives are um, what most people get. What most of the population has. At least eighty-five percent of the population is walking around with uh -oh. one now. I can tell you. <laughs> You can also get them and release them on your own without ever knowing you had it. You can okay. get them for 20, 30 years. I mean, um, and w I call them Clives because they look like Clive Barker drawings to me. <laughs> um, real scientific. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they're they're kind of like um, magnifiers of everything. Mm. Um, so like if you're sad, you're depressed. If you're mm. depressed, you're suicidal. Mm. You know, if you are angry, you have rage. They amplify like, whatever yeah. this low energy thing you're feeling is. Exactly. Okay. And in order to up that ante to grab that energy, yeah. that's mm. what it's about. Because you're so in this work, do you feel like this makes you immune to entities attaching to you or more susceptible or neither? Neither. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't make me immune because I still get things like visitations. I get all kinds of things that they just bother me mm. um, for fun, I guess. <laughs> um, but attachment is really not likely just mm. because I have to keep myself at such a high vibrational place yeah. in order to safely do this for mm -hmm. people um, that if I am not I couldn't do my job anyway yeah, we read in your cosmopolitan article that no, you could you. only do <laughs> one a week because it's so draining is that still the case one exorcism yes I mean sometimes I'll take two okay um, I used to back in the day I used to try and do five you know wow. at a time um, and it's it's very difficult. Yeah. And if we're talking about spaces, that's a whole other thing. It, it takes so much work. Yeah, because do you do spaces and people yes. if they're possessed? Okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. Could you tell us what that process is like? Like the steps of for doing an exorcism? For people or for... I uh, guess either or both <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. whichever. Well, for spaces, it's a little more involved most of the time, I should mm, say, because okay. you, you really never know until mm -hmm. you're doing it. But most of the time, spaces are more involved simply because they're huge. Mm. Um, and you cannot leave a corner unturned when you do Whoa. this work. Mm. Like, you cannot. Like, I, I have a feeling sometimes, because I've been asked to do 
you know, would you come on whatever show mm-hmm. and do this space? Um, which is why I waited because mm, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, no, I think it's better if I do it this way. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people, I think when they ask you to do this, they think what you're going to do is like sit in the lobby <laughs> and like make a <laughs> pentacle mm. yeah. and like throw some Palo Santo around mm-hmm. and there you go. It's done. Mm. And I'm like, that's mm. not how this works. I have to get into every single room, every single nook and cranny. Like you have no idea how dangerous this is. You have no idea how dangerous it is for other people because there's always going to be a crew. Mm. And I am in charge of protecting them, whether you know that or you believe in that or not. Because when something holds a space in particular, um, depending on how malevolent that thing is, sinks come off of walls, people get sick. You know, it can bring the whole place down yeah, if it wants yeah. to. Wow. So it's it's very dangerous, very taxing work. Mm-hmm. Um, and most places that need it done are very big. Mm. Wow. <laughs> like a hotel. That's huge. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Hotels, um, sets, uh, old warehouses, wow. just stuff like that. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Do the entities love like big spaces? It's because they're looking for a space that is highly trafficked mm. ah, so there are only a lot of people potential right too. there's only two types of entities that will hold the space that are even um intelligent enough to hold a space wow and that's what i call a collector and the realm walker which we've discussed okay, okay. um the realm walker being the highest of the high that i've ever seen mm. okay. um, a collector never it never possesses people it doesn't work that way but what it does is it goes into places of um mass trauma mm. Mm that still have high traffic. So hotels, you know, there's just things like yeah. where a lot of people are walking through. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll hold on to those who are afraid to move on, this, those who have mm. passed, and they'll use those souls like uh, batteries to scare the living Ooh. Whoa. and then take from the living. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. The first place that came to mind when you said that was the World Trade Center. Have you ever like been there and felt that there's a lot of people there and that's like a big mass trauma it's Mm. terrible i haven't and i'm hoping i hope that's not the case yeah Mm. you know it's usually places that kind of go under the radar a bit okay well it's crazy because disneyland popped into my head (laughs) heavily trafficked but maybe there wasn't big trauma there yeah they usually like to stick to things you wouldn't think of like Mm. like i said they work very under the radar they Mm -hmm. don't fight unless there's a reason to if they've been exposed they will fight so to Mm. me they fight but most of the time people don't Mm. they don't experience wow so what were the kind and i want to come back to the people exorcisms but first what were those kinds how many kinds of so there's a realm walker clive collector mm-hmm. what else there's eight did you say or ten there's a whole bunch there's a lot. okay like the main okay. ones are those and then um another there are two more one is uh what i call a wraith oh okay and that is connected to um uh how do i put this it's connected to um sleep paralysis mm. <gasps> i was gonna ask about dread yeah sleep, sleep, sleep paralysis, paralysis. um also night terrors mm-hmm. mm. uh anytime that someone has seen that quote unquote dark figure sitting on the chest or pushing pressure on that's what a wraith is okay um and they are always connected to um sexual dysfunction so molestation rape abuse of some kind or um being exposed to something too young wow wow i've i watched the documentary nightmare about night terrors did you see that one yes yeah okay did you feel like that was showing it in a good way i mean it's like it's very interesting because Night terrors are one of those things, and sleep paralysis are one of those things that scientists cannot agree on. Oh. Which I think is so interesting because it's like, but still no one will allow in 
you know, the possibility that it's yeah. something else. Yeah. <laughs> but I just find it <laughs> fascinating because they're always like, we kind of have an idea of what this is. We think we have an explanation, but it's never mm. quite 100 percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, you guys. It's something else. It's this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so then people exorcisms. What's Ooh. the process of that like? So with with people exorcisms, you know, it's the the first thing I like to do is I like to um, sit people down and talk to them mm-hmm. because most people who are coming are afraid. Mm-hmm. And they're coming as a last resort because they've tried a lot of other things that haven't worked. And so um, I kind of want to make it... Um, not as scary, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on that's scary, they don't see. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're just there experiencing. Now, sometimes, yeah. as a person who is experiencing, you will feel a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time, you will. Yeah. Um, but you're not seeing the worst of it. You're not seeing what I see, mm. basically. <laughs> you know, you're just feeling things leave or things move. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just kind of explained to them, like, Oh, well, first, I like to ask, you know, why Why do you think you're here? Yeah. And they'll always tell me something. Mm. And then their guides will tell me something totally different. Oh. Really? <laughs> Most of the time. And th- will they tell you things that they've been experiencing usually? Like scary stuff? Or? No. It's, some people come in and they don't know. Like they don't know they have attachment. Mm. Some people are just like, I can't conceive. I have addiction. I... Mm feel depressed these are common things these I'm are not blocked. like crazy stories they're these not are like, oh they don't oh, all work that way wow. wow so you know they'll come in and say i have addiction let's just say yeah. i yeah. i let's just even say it's something like it's not even a big deal it's like okay. oh I, I can't stop smoking okay <laughs> like i just can't stop smoking i've tried a million times to stop smoking i feel like i don't know something's keeping me smoking mm-hmm. whatever i don't know if this yeah. is real or not but whatever so they'll say that And then I'll say, okay, let me tell you why you're really here. Because most people are only really in touch with themselves to the point of a symptom, not a root. Mm. That makes sense. I'm looking for roots because I'm cleaning out roots. Yeah, or else it'll come back in a different way. Right, because we need to take the trauma out that's Mm. putting that signature out as well. It's not just Mm -hmm. let's take an entity out. It's removing trauma from the body system as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like they'll say, I, I can't stop smoking. And I'll be like, well, let's talk about when you were molested at four. Because that's that where that's coming from. That specific thing will just come in and then they'll yes. agree that that happened? Yes. Wow. wow. And you're getting in something. Their guides are telling you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Are they wow. like freaked the fuck out? Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think they expect it. So okay. they're like, okay, yeah, this is weird, but cool. Other times people are like, I have never told anybody this thing in my life. Like, wow. I can't believe you know Whoa. this. And I'm like, I don't know this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't just guess. Yeah. You know? So I have a conversation with them about that and what to expect. You know, I ask people when they go through this process to keep their eyes closed. And it's mm. not because they're going to miss something scary. And I always tell them, like, you're not going to miss a dance. I'm not chanting. <laughs> you know, like, I don't do this kind of stuff. Yeah. You're going to miss nothing, basically. Yeah. But I want you to keep your eyes closed because it's an introspective process. Mm. And what we're doing mm. is we're uncorking a lot of old wounds mm-hmm. in, the, in your system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you're going to get memories, visions, thoughts, ideas are going to start rolling up. Yeah. And even if they make absolutely no sense to you at the time, it's like you have to pay attention to it because eventually those lines, those dots are going to Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's it. And then wow. it's very relaxing for most people if you... <laughs> 
if you are really blocked up. Mm. It kind of sounds like sped up therapy. <laughs> it's like therapy it's like, times a thousand. Me, it takes me months to get yeah. to. I'll see out loud. I'm like, oh, I actually thought that 10 weeks ago, but I didn't <laughs> say it. And like, that yeah. makes so much sense. It <laughs> is kind of like, I mean, for the lesser entity, it's, it's yeah. you know, therapy times a thousand. For the, wow. the bigger entity, it's it's uh, movie style. Okay, wow. okay. But for most people, it's yeah. the therapy times a thousand. Yeah. And so they um, feel really relaxed, you were saying, like, well, relieved if, after. Well, okay. So during the process, if you are really blocked up, you don't feel much. And I feel like those mm. people get away with a little more because ah. they feel just relaxed. Mm-hmm. You know mm. what I mean? If you are empathic or and sensitive open. Yeah. and mm-hmm. open you feel everything mm. so you will feel yeah. energy coursing through the body you will feel hot and cold you will have pain you will cry some people do uh-huh. throw up mm. like it's it's a lot yeah um, it's very intense it's an intense process if you are open yeah, yeah. I always envy people who are like real blog, not in any other way, but <laughs> yeah, for yeah, that yeah. purpose, I'm like, oh yeah, they're like, oh, I just feel great. That <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, you you definitely didn't experience the 10,000 other things that <laughs> yeah, were going yeah. on. <laughs> Damn. And then, you know, afterwards, you can tell very clearly the difference in someone. Mm. Wow. Like an immediate difference. Um, and it's so true. And I, I always say I should do this, but I, I, I never, I never, um, tell people who my clients are yeah. like I don't out my clients yeah. yeah so if they out themselves fine but yeah. you know I wish that um to a certain degree I could take a picture of someone before and right oh. after just to show the difference and like yeah. just as, as an example I had two clients this week who knew each other and when my my the first client went and everything went great and then the second client went right after and as soon as that client came out my other client was like you look completely different. Whoa. Like you look so different. Whoa. And you're talking about an hour yeah. of your life. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, yeah. I know we had a medium. We've only had one other person who could contact with deceased people. She was a medium. And um, she, when she saw the picture that we took after the show, she was like, oh my gosh, I look so different because I was reading so <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, that's, yeah, here. that's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's like, uh, I look dead myself, thinks I'm going to go home and eat a whole pizza and drink a bottle of wine. Oh, my God. Because it's taxing you. It's exhausting. How do you take care of yourself when that stuff gets heavy? Um, Well, you do. You have to eat. I mean, Mm. that's that's a a crazy thing to say, but you Mm -hmm. really do have to eat. Like when I work on people... um, I feel as though I've run marathons when I'm done. And Whoa. having been a runner, I can say it yeah. really feels yeah. that way. <laughs> wow. A little less sore in the legs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you feel like you've done exercise like... Well, you have it, done an exercise. exercise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, it definitely takes a lot out of you. I get um, extremely lightheaded because mm. I'm not... Like you detach from your body yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only thing you can do at that point is ground. I mean, mm. so what you do is you take salt baths immediately. Ah. Mm. And I'm always like the person who's like still high a bit half an hour after mm, it's done. So yeah. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then an hour later, I'm like, You're I like can't move. Exhausted. Yeah. So yeah. I have to force myself to actually go do it. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> yeah. I get cocky and I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not though. Yeah. So I have to take salt baths um, immediately following mm. and just cleanse that out. Mm. And then, you know, the food, the fat, the salt the alcohol, like things like that mm-hmm. put you back in your body. Mm. Wow. Wow. Grounding. So cool. Yeah. So what was the catalyst for you at 30 with coming forward mm. and like really acknowledging this part of you? I think, I mean, 
I had a lot of stressors in a specific week that kind of blew the site open mm-hmm. um, to the point where I couldn't really block it out. I mean, I, I wasn't great at blocking it out, but I could to a certain degree and could yeah. not anymore at mm-hmm. all. Oh, wow. So it was that, definitely. And I think also I just got to a point where I was like, I'm really not living my entire truth, Mm. you know? And as you get older, that becomes a bigger issue for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like how long am I living for if not myself? Like how long am I going to keep my work life and my spiritual life and all these things separate? Mm -hmm. How long am I not going to talk about these things that I am? Like, it's difficult um, because people react very strongly about something like mm-hmm. this. I yeah. mean, I, even still to this day, I get death threats. I get all kinds of things. What? Like You do. You get it from like super religious people mm. or whatever. And I'm a woman and mm-hmm. I'm non-denominational. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know stuff yeah. that goes into that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but back then, I think I wasn't. I wasn't in my own power mm. really at the time. Mm-hmm. And and that makes a lot of sense. Like I think when you're like a 30-year-old woman trying to have a career and trying mm-hmm. to figure out your life, trying to have relationships, trying to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And and ha- especially coming from an abusive background at all. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time for you to work those things out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and step into your own being. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think that was the time where I was like I I'm at a crossroads. Either I can just go on hiding who I am mm-hmm. or I can just say, fuck it and and like accept me or don't. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. And so I think I think coming out, coming out of the room closet mm-hmm. yep. um, was a, a really good service yeah. <laughs> for myself and others in, in learning. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's been a ride because I've yeah. been able to help people, which is great. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's such a beautiful moment, the, like, fuck it moment. I feel like so many pro-witches we've had on have that moment, or basically all of them. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck the box was Kristen, the sensual healer. She was like, I'm not staying in this box Mm -hmm. anymore and, like, elevating ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then um, for me, it was like, no fucks given was this mantra that came to me. And I was like, I have to stop giving such a fuck about things that don't fucking matter. It's so true. (laughs) It's like so many of the day-to-day things that you're taught Mm-hmm. are the things you have to unlearn. Yes. Exactly. So much unlearning. You yeah. have to, because it's so much programming and brainwashing. And and I say that, and I don't mean to sound like conspiracy theorist or anything about that, because that's not quite what I mean. But it's like, when you're a child, you are, you are in your own belief system. Mm-hmm. So y- malleable. You are. Yeah. And you absolutely think that adults know the world. Mm-hmm. And that they, what they say is a truth. Mm-hmm. So if they live in fear, you live in fear. Mm-hmm. If they are anxious, you will be anxious. Mm-hmm. If they are addicts, you will be either horribly against addiction mm-hmm. or an addict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are abused, you yeah. will be opposite or for. Yeah. Yep. It's like this is your worldview, and you take that in as an absolute biblical gospel. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is how the world is. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you get to a certain place in life that you, when you're the adult and you're looking back and you're like, wow, adults don't fucking know anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oversized They're just children. running around scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like my worldview, I mean, I don't have children, but it's like 
I, my goal would be to teach a child, like, you make your own worldview. Yeah. Yeah. And life can be whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of also another pro, which we had Maja Dao, who was talking about the Arubaris, the snake mm, eating itself, yes, and how, yes. like, that's the cycle. That's the cycle. That has come repeating. up for me like four times this week. Oh, oh wow. Shit. I, I'm getting it's a message. You're getting yeah. a message. Yeah. <laughs> and, and similar to how you were saying, like, ascending towards that higher self, she was talking about, yeah, like breaking out of one Arubaris, you get up to the next level. Right. And then you have to, like, elevate to get to the Level next up. one yeah you do yeah. but it is a cycle unless you break out of it yeah well and it, it definitely is and like yeah. i think women especially need mm. to work on that for ourselves yeah 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 do you think that everyone has the ability to do this to tap into entities and all that kind of stuff you know i can't say i don't know the the only absolute truth i know is like I said, you know, everyone has the ability to speak to their guides mm. and, and to see loved ones. Mm -hmm. That is just something that we've pushed out. Mm. But you absolutely can. And mm -hmm. I, I teach people on my Instagram um, because it's the easiest and freest place yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, to, you know, how to reconnect and be able to do that and mm. open that site back up. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as exorcism goes, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like I did a, every now and again, I do like an ask me anything Mm -hmm. on my Instagram because mm -hmm. I did one for Reddit like a million years ago. Cool. So yeah. now I'm like, okay, let me just do it here every now and again because people send a lot of messages and I can get to them because there are like so many. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, just put your comment here and I'll I'll try to yeah. get to everybody. Yeah. And um, a lot of people are like, can I apprentice? Can I this? Mm. Can I that? And this is going to sound like maybe mean, but no. <laughs> 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 no, I love and, it. <laughs> and the reason why is because I don't, you know, I spend a lot of time talking about what's good about what I do mm -hmm. because I want that to be the focus. Mm -hmm. Because we've we've talked about exorcism and in, in dark secrecy and like doom and gloom, yeah. non hopeful situations for years and years mm -hmm. and years, centuries. You know, um, and so I don't talk about what this actually does to my body, what this actually does mm. to my being, how difficult it is, how hard, like how much you have to keep that energy high, mm -hmm. how dangerous it would be if you don't, yeah. you know, I don't talk about the, the dangers a lot yeah. that I go through. Yeah. And I mean, I was born equipped for this. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there was no way around that. Yeah. And it wasn't something I was like, oh, I really want to grow up and do that. It was <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. So, that was my life plan, you mm -hmm. know, whatever I decided before I got here, maybe a thousand times over. I don't yeah. know. So when people are like, oh, I definitely want to do it. It's like it feels like, well, what you're seeing is you think it's cool mm, <laughs> or yeah. something. I don't know yeah. what mm -hmm. you think, but it's really dangerous. And like a lot of healers, if you look through history and you look at healers who have done things like and not the same necessarily, but like can heal people physically mm. through spirit yeah. can, can, can take things out, different things like yeah. cancers and this and yeah. that or whatever out of people's bodies. Oftentimes they die very young. They die in their fifties. Wow. Yeah. You know, and it's because it's so taxing on the mm -hmm. body. So I would feel extremely responsible mm. for other people who I can't say can yeah. do it or not do it, Yeah, you know, and be like, here you go. Here's a course you paid for and you yeah. just go do it. Like yeah. I could never do that. Did you have a mentor? How did you learn what everything, you know, you know, I didn't have a mentor exactly, but I've known a lot of spiritual people for most of my life. And I've been blessed in that respect of people who do different things, mm -hmm. you know, people who are mediums and people who are shamans and people who just have different gifts than I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but 
mostly what I had to do was commune with spirit and mm-hmm. say, okay, what is this? Mm-hmm. And start trusting what I received. Mm-hmm. And when, when I would work the things out that I received and they would work, mm. the more trust came. And so yeah. now it's like, you know, in the beginning, I had to really tune myself into opening to spirit and, mm, and figuring yeah. out how that sounds and what that feels like. Yeah. And now it's like all day long, mm. you know, cause it's like, it's, I don't need to have ritual or any of that kind of stuff mm. to do it. Now it's just in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, practiced your mouth. Right. Now. Yeah. But it's a muscle. Like you yep. have to, you have to work. I yeah. mean, I, I still go off track of following my intuition and then I remember, Oh yeah, it's a practice. Let me just experiment with listening mm-hmm. to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Then it gets on a roll of like working out and I start trusting the information I'm receiving. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And people like, they don't n- understand that, Spirit comes in at first, especially as what seems like a thought. Mm-hmm. It will always do that because it's trying to get to you the easiest way it can. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you do. You're in your brain all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll come in as a thought. But the interesting thing about spirit, and if you've been opening yourself and practicing, then you know, the thought will come in faster than the question. So you will have oh. a question. You won't even be. You won't even be finished with that question in your mind. You'll have an answer. Mm. That's spirit, and that comes in. And people don't trust it, and mm-hmm. they dismiss it. They mm. don't follow it, and then they get the opposite of what they hoped. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. We don't teach intuition or spirit no. in school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we should. Yeah. yeah. Um, if someone is, if their space is possessed, or if they're possessed, is there something that they can do on their own? Yeah. So you know, again doing the 30-day connection to spirit. That's what I teach people Mm. to do on Instagram. That's the first thing to do because what you want to do is open yourself up, ask them to come in and Mm. clean you, essentially, Mm -hmm. on a daily practice basis. Mm. And then also, you know, open yourself to uh, any messages that are coming your way. Yeah. Is this via meditation? It's not a meditation, exactly. Because I feel like meditation oftentimes is like very um, mechanical. Mm. This is like intuition based. Okay. So it could be five minutes. It could be 50 minutes. It's like I've done it in the dentist chair. Like <laughs> I'm stuck there. Yeah. So I'm like, let me yeah. just do it today. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a three step process. You can do it, like I say, really short at first. And mm. most people are uncomfortable with how they feel because mm. you're inviting spirit into the body. Mm. So it's like you feel weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then later people are like, oh, I do it for an hour a day now because they like it. Wow. Yeah. You know? Um, but it raises your vibration and 30 days will raise that vibration. And the more you do it, the higher you go and you'll see it in your life. I mean, Mm -hmm. the the synchronicities, the things Mm -hmm. the the people who fall away, the people who come back, Mm -hmm. all of this, Mm -hmm. that's how it works. So cool. Well, and you know, it's, it's also, I love when people say, cause I'm sure you've experienced this. (laughs) Because we have all been around people with low frequency. Yes. And we have all had <laughs> relationships with people of low frequency, whether it's friendships or work or, or relationships. Or know. roommates. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of, all of the things. Mm-hmm. And those people are usually the first people to project onto you something about being themselves. low frequency. Themselves. Uh, yes. Right? Uh, oh, Ooh, or yep. negative about you, but that's really about them. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. But the, f- the funniest thing in that because that has happened to me you know i have a, a personal amount of haters as well and that's <laughs> that's fine like yeah. I, I actually appreciate it because it brings me to where i am so i love i love them all it doesn't matter hell yeah i wish, yeah. Them, I wish them the greatest but you know what i always find amusing about that is 
you will see that reflected in your life. Mm. So, for example, if someone that you've ever been with is like, oh, you're a narcissist. You literally just quoted this person that we're both thinking of. Okay. These things come in for a reason, ladies. These things come in for a reason. Oh, my gosh. Because narcissists love to tell you they're nar- that you're a narcissist. Wow. <laughs> they love it because they don't work on themselves. Uh-huh. And they're in that uh-huh. space. So they're in that circular space of a different kind. Yeah. Dude. Um, but what I always say, because I never refute that kind of behavior. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can't okay. believe you just said literally. Yeah. 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 Well, it's yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're getting it. messages. Yep. That's how it works. So, you know, I never refute people who, who have anything negative to say. And I never defend myself against it. What I always look at mm. is, and, and maybe say, if I feel so bold, mm-hmm. is, you know, well, your life will reflect it. So mm. if right. your life is going well and you are receiving job opportunities, mm-hmm. you have relationships that are good, whether yep. you're with someone or not is irrelevant, but whether you have great friendships, yeah. you're happy and things are supported and you feel good, then you know. Yeah. If everything is going wrong, you're getting into fights with people, Mm -hmm. you're having problems regardless Mm -hmm. of what your opportunities come and you're not happy. Yeah. That's how you know you need work. Yeah. Yeah. Which you're describing the person who called us narcissist. And yep. It's exactly, it mirrors exactly. And And we've talked about this. Yeah. Because we were like, but you know what? Compassion. Look at like, her life and look, and look at, at our like, lives. Yeah. Like things are going well. We're nice to people. We yeah. love helping people. Yeah. That's yeah. Not and and we didn't defend thing. ourselves because we, we were just I mean, like, it's okay. pointless to yeah, do that. You exactly. Know? It's like, why bother? Yeah. We didn't defend ourselves because <laughs> she ran away. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. But yeah. But it's like, you'll notice that people who are just in, in that negative space, yeah. who have so much healing that they have to mm. do, they they could have the most abundant life. They could uh-huh. have jobs come their way. They could have money. They could have people who are trying to love them, mm-hmm. people who are trying to give them everything, and they will reject and reject uh-huh. and reject because they can't trust it. Yes. Yeah. And I totally recognize that that comes from trauma and yes. from a cycle yes. that was learned. Yeah. But, like, but we are responsible we, for healing point, that in yeah. ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Reconcile and do the work. Yeah. I wish everyone would do the work and well, the whole world would just It would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. And like when you're when you are doing the work mm-hmm. and people who are low frequency kind of come to be with you and you mm-hmm. are if you are someone who is empathetic, you will yeah. oftentimes allow that in. Yes. Yeah. And we have to create boundaries. But yeah. but for a minute we we figure we will help. Yep. And then it's like, you know, what ends up happening is they're so in love with you mm. because of that light. Yeah. And then eventually that will turn to bitterness. Ooh, it's kind of like a you living are entity. The story. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That will happen yes. be- because, you know, they can't they, they cannot make mm. the changes to be that and now it becomes insufferable. Yes. Yeah. They see I, what they want. I had a former best friend who like I was at a lower frequency and once I started to level up, that's when our friendship, yeah, just ended because she, like, it came to a point where I wasn't allowed to tell her what jobs I got and it's like, she was my best friend. I wanted her Mm. support Mm. and like, yeah, she, she couldn't celebrate me and it's really sad because now, I not like I'm comparing us, but I look at her life and I again I feel compassion because like that must suck to not even be able to like appreciate the things around you and like the people around you. And yeah. I, I'm so thankful that I 
left that behind. Well, and sometimes that happens very easily where things just fall away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a, a bigger... And sometimes you have to make the move. Or yeah. yeah. Are sure. you a Scorpio? Uh, no, I'm a Pisces. Oh, okay. Oh. Cool. <laughs> How's that for you? <laughs> Uh, I'm a Pisces with a Leo rising, so it's it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) So water and then fire. Yes. Okay. So I'm like very outgoing, but also don't want to be around anybody. Ah, (laughs) Interesting. Cool. Yeah. So I can I I can do my work and I can like do really cool fun big things. And then I'm like I need two days on my couch with nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Totally. Feel that. Yeah. Do you practice manifesting or anything like that? I mean, every day I feel like is manifesting. Yeah. Like every day. I feel like being in high frequency is simply manifesting, mm. you know? I want to know about um, the, so the dangers of your work mm. and like you're doing all the work to protect yourself. Can we talk a little bit about what the dangers are or like maybe if you've seen them? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I get visitations quite a bit. Um, visitations are disembodied entities. They're roaming on their own. Okay. Not um, attached to a No, they don't have to be alive. attached okay. to uh, people. They walk through this plane, you mm-hmm. know, walk, however, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go through <laughs> this plane of existence. Um, and I used to get them almost like clockwork, like mm. every six weeks I, I get what I call a uh, bad moon. Mm. which is basically visitations from sundown to sunup wow. over and over and over again. And back in that time, I would wear protective jewelry, just protective jewelry, like mm-hmm. things that I bless, things from the Vatican, yeah. you know, cool. things from all over the place because I'm not religious, but I work with high beings. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so I would have all of those things. And uh, then, you know, during those visitations, they would be pulled off. They would disappear, like all kinds of things like that. So eventually I had to get um, tattoos, you know, so that they would 